on this episode of The Jason Wright Show. Do you believe that aging is something that we just have to accept and there is no way to slow down or attack the process and the symptoms of aging? Uh, So I'll give a simple answer. Aging is something that you don't have to have it. Okay. And I I sit it with with every ounce in my body to to prove it to you that aging is a, it's a mindset that if you wish that you don't want to age ever you don't have to. Hey guys, if you know anything about me at all, you know I'm always trying to improve my health, always and always. I don't just want to live longer, I want to live healthier longer. And there is one thing, one thing that I do every single day, and that is I take a scoop of HMO powder from Layer Origin. What is HMO powder? This is human milk oligosaccharides. It's a specialized carbohydrate that actually strengthens your gut lining. The benefits are amazing. I first learned about this from my health and wellness mentor, Joel Green. He's been on the podcast. He's the author of The Immunity Code. Fantastic, wicked smart guy. The more I learn, the more I understand that every single thing with relation to managing glucose levels, maintaining insulin sensitivity, it all starts with the gut, and HMO powder is a key ingredient to that. So here's what I want you to do. Go to jasonrightnow.com slash jason-recommends. Then go smash that nutrition button, and it's going to take you right to Layer Origin site where you can order your own HMO powder. And by doing so, you will be supporting the Jason Wright Show, and I will be so grateful. And so will you, so will your health, and so will your gut. Go. All right, Dr. Nayan Patel, I am so excited to have you on the Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for being here, sir. Thank you. I appreciate being here today. Well, you know, one of the favorite things or my favorite topics to discuss on the Jason Wright Show, and it's been kind of a theme here lately. I mentioned before we came on here that I just had Dr. Matt uh, Camberline out at the University of Washington come on to talk about longevity. And one of the things that I really enjoy discussing are things that have to do with longevity and not just lifespan, but health span. And I know that that is in your wheelhouse. Those are the things that you focus on, and you've got some amazing products that you've brought to market to actually combat the aging process. And so what I would like to, I'm going to start with this question, and I'm going to take it a different route. I asked Matt Camberline, I said, is aging a disease? But I want to change it up a little bit. I'm not trying to add a little novelty to this thing, right? Do you believe that aging is something that we just have to accept and there is no way to slow down or attack the process and the symptoms of aging? Um, so I'll give a simple answer. Aging is something that you don't have to have it. Okay. And I, I sit it with, with every ounce in my body to, to prove it to you that aging is a, it's a mindset that if you wish that you don't want to age ever, you don't have to. Uh, and so if I, can, if I can give you all the synopsis of how you can not just slow 
or stop the aging process, but to reverse it, that'll be a game changer. And I have examples to even back it up what I'm about to say. So uh, it's it's going to be an exciting talk today. I'm, I'm I love this I love this topic a whole lot because when I can see an uh, an 87 year old man, my dad, that is living his life fully vibrant, walks six miles a day, has beat all the diseases that once he had 30, 40 years ago. And and now he's able to do whatever he wants to do at the age of 87. You know what? I think anybody can do it. Well, I, I, I absolutely agree with you about the health span. I'm not about the lifespan at all. One thing's for sure, I'm going to die. Uh, but what the thing is that, that I'm not sure is, that, am I going to die in a nursing home or am I dying on a golf course? Just somebody hit me with a ball. Yeah, I love that. And I tell you, I got to mention, you mentioned your father. One of your more visible clients, and you correct me if I'm wrong, is a guy who seems to never age. I've been watching his infomercials since I was like 16, is Tony Robbins. I mean, that yes. guy has amazing energy. And so much of what Tony talks about is what you mentioned is the mindset. And I'm glad you touched on that and, and feel free. Now, look, glutathione is one of the things we're going to get into the, the master antioxidant, that that is something that, you know, inside and out, it is your wheelhouse. But one of the things that I'm learning, Dr. Patel, is that so much of how I feel physically, and I want you to touch on this because a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of how we feel physically is directly tied to how we speak to ourselves mentally, how we behave mentally to get to, it's not just all physical aspect. Am, am I correct in that? Absolutely. So your body and mind is connected. Um, uh, you know, we, we look at, we, we look at uh, human beings as if we are robots, right? In, in a robot, you have all these different systems that you can take an arm off and put a new arm over there and you can take this finger off and put a new finger over there and you can do all these manipulations on a robot but a human being everything is interconnected everything you know the fluid inside a body is just free flowing all the time from your from your brains to your kidneys to everywhere in the body and so understanding that we are not robots we are human beings and we are giant blob of a chemical reaction that is happening in our body 24 seven. There are literally billions and trillions of chemical reactions happens to in, in our body all the time. And the question then becomes is that, how is it possible to, to remove all this, all this byproducts of, of this chemical reactions out of the body and stay healthy forever? So that is something that we want to touch base today is how do we do that and by doing so, are we able to achieve a better health span? But more importantly, are we able to do everything we want to do at the age of, let's see, 70, what we used to do at the age of 20? And if we can achieve that part, oh, amen, right? We all, we all, we all want that pill. Absolutely. And that's one of the things I was listening to, um, was Peter Atia. I can't remember who the guest was. But he was talking about, it was the interviewee, and gosh, I wish I could remember. It was a guy that, uh, longtime endurance athlete that is also a, a physician or a researcher. And he was talking about one of his clients that started doing ultra endurance marathons at something crazy, like the age of 70. And so I think that's one of the things that's really important for the listeners to hear because so many people think that 
age being inevitable. Chronologically, yes, it's inevitable. We're going to add years and time, right? But the biomarkers, we can actually perform some intervening tactics to slow that process. And so here's what I'd like you to do. And feel free to, I'm 47 years old, so I think I'm kind of in that sweet spot where you know, around 40, that's whenever the body naturally starts to make some dramatic declines. Right? I mean, I know, I know it starts sooner than that, but at 40 to 50. So I've really started attacking food gut health, nutrition, mental health. And, and by that, I mean mental hygiene, watching what I take in, watching all these different markers to see, to, to try to slow that process as quickly as possible. What I would like, if you would just kind of take us through, if I walk in and I say, Dr. Patel, I'm 47 and I'm, I'm in moderately to, you know, okay shape. Where do I start with now really trying to attack this aging process to stay healthy both mentally, physically, and stave off some of those things, those, those symptoms that are associated with aging like cancers, like dementia, all these other de degenerative uh, symptoms that we see that come with aging. Where do I start this process? And if that leads us to the antioxidant phase of it, if that's gut health, just you take it the way that you would design a program for me or maybe what you've done for, like I mentioned earlier, the giant himself, Tony Robbins. You know, what is, how do you attack that? Oh, boy. That's a loaded question, right? <laughs> it, takes, it takes, if not weeks, months to identify actual needs for every individual. And it starts from a simple, basic, the want that I want to make the change. Uh, the first thing is that people come to me because uh, they really, really, really want to make a change in their lifetime. And the first thing that I ask them is, do you have the mindset to pull this one through? Because if you don't, you're wasting my time. And more importantly, you're wasting your time at this point because you may gain the knowledge prematurely. And then you think that you have heard it all. And then when the time comes to make a change, you will not make the change at all. Because you think that you already heard something and it was not good at that time. So why should I do it again? So the first thing I work on on all my clients is making sure that are they mentally prepared to take on? Are they? I'm, I'm going to ask them the simple question. Do you eat food to, to have fun or do you eat food so that your body can heal? Or, or what, is your, what is your love for food? What is a love for drinks? You know, do you have to drink coffee just to get up and out of the bed every single day or drink, drink alcohol because that brings fun with your friends and family at some time? So what's the love of this food? And I took it to the next level. And if I say that, hey, I, I tell my kids all the time, you, you learn the foods that are good for your body. Right, you learn to eat them. You learn to enjoy them because guess what? If you learn to enjoy those foods that are good for you, then every single day is blessful for you. You don't have to worry about do I have to eat the Doritos today? Right. No, you don't. Right? Anything with ITOs at the end is going to cause inflammation for you. So you know you learn to do that part. So mental, I, I work on the mental status first. Once they are ready for it, then I go into all your details. And I always say one thing, and the one thing is by far the most common thing is that our body is equipped to heal all its problems. Mm. Let me repeat myself again. The body is equipped to deal with all its problems. It doesn't need your medications. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm a pharmacist, just to let you know, and I fill prescriptions every single day, and I'm telling you, your body does not need prescriptions to heal itself. 
So by, by having this preface, we need to figure out what does your body need? What does it, what does it doesn't have that we can provide them so the body can literally deal with its own problems, right? And we are trying to deal with the problems for our body by giving them medications, giving them antibiotics, and, and you just name it, right? Uh, we give all kinds of slew of medication. I have 3,000 plus drugs in my pharmacy that I fill prescriptions every single day. And I just get sick and tired of dealing with that thing because it's not solving any problems. So when I discovered the way to, uh, to stabilize glutathione uh, and deliver to your body, it took me, what, 12 plus years to do the studies first, like a pharmaceutical company would do it, before I even release the product to the open market. And the reason is because glutathione is the most abundant protein that is produced by humans. The most abundant chemical or molecule, or you can name it, right, that is produced by us. And we produce this in abundance for one reason. It's to keep our body clean and free of toxins, free of oxidative stress, free of everything so that your body can function like a well-oiled machine from day one till the day last. Okay. All right. I want to ask you about that because that's one of the things that I have really taken a keen interest in is trying to manage um, the process of, of, uh, of inflammation. I want to make sure I have proper gut health. I want to make sure... Okay, so Dr. Patel, one of the things that I have been trying to figure out myself is how to lower inflammation. And, and, I, and feel free. I told you before we got on, I don't ever want to you know, insinuate that I know more than what I do or even I'm, as much as I do because I'm a nerd. I study this stuff all the time and inflammation and gut health and the gut lining, acromensia, bifidobacterium, all these are things that I have really tried to focus on to, you know, raise the, the good guys, you know, kind of the, the cleanup, you know, uh, uh, inflammation uh, versus the, the attackers that, you know, the first responders. But when you mentioned something there with antioxidants and the power that they have on managing inflammation and as well as, and feel free to, because to, to, Talk about those foods that we should be eating because that's something I don't think people realize a couple of things because I didn't. I didn't realize the damage that simple sugars and just a lot of the, 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 the industrial seed oils, the things that we're eating, I didn't realize how poorly it was to treat my body was to eat those things. And so talk about how this all ties in with gut health and glutathione and where does that play in the overall scheme of things in managing inflammation i guess that's the simplest way to kind of boil that down absolutely so inflammation as you, as you know is the biggest culprit of all yep. uh and low-grade inflammation is good for you because a little bit of stress in your body makes your body stronger and more resilient that's why we exercise right right uh but too much of stress is not good for you because the body then goes into the reverse mode and do not don't do not know what to do with it when you have too much stress because the cytokines that are produced in your body to manage the stress are actually actually affecting your health personally so uh, the stressors there are so many different types of stressors that 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 you are that you are exposing yourself on a daily basis the number one stressor is the food we eat and yes you you may be eating all the right types of food but your body sense, senses that as a foreign object uh, and it can develop antibodies to it 
then what happens is that it will create inflammation, even though it could be completely normal to eat that food for anybody else. For example, I'm allergic to banana. So if I eat banana, I don't feel any different, but there's a low-grade inflammation that's already happening inside my body every time I eat a banana. And that inflammation can eventually uh, cause a serious problem over time. Nothing's going to happen immediately, but over time, it can be an issue. My wife is allergic to uh, to dairy, so she cannot drink any cow's milk. And if she drinks the cow's milk, originally it was just giving her some stomach, some, some dis, uh, stomach distress for years, and she ignored it. And eventually what happened to her is she developed arthritis in her knees at the age of 40. And so that inflammation eventually got to her place that she developed arthritis at a very, very early age. And arthritis is an autoimmune disease. And by the way, I can go on a tangent at any, any given point because today we have over 80 autoimmune diseases. Well, over 100 years ago, we had hardly had few. And so do we have more diseases today or has the science caught up to us and now we are diagnosing more problems today? I'm not sure what the true answer is. I tend to believe that we have more diseases today than we had 100 years ago. And it's because of the stuff that we are exposed to on a daily basis. So going back to the inflammation, inflammation is something that is good for you at a low grade, but the, but anything more than that has to be has to be bring it bring it down. And the body produces glutathione to do that, not just to reduce the inflammation, but we are also exposed to all the chemicals. By the by, the time uh, you leave in the morning to go to work, uh, in the first couple of hours of your of your of your waking hours, you're exposing yourself to over seventy different chemicals. Those seventy chemicals are are eventually going to hit the liver. And your liver is going to somehow detoxify it, conjugate this, this chemicals with some other medication, uh, with other components to be, so your body can at least make it water-soluble so you can pee it out. Because if it's not water-soluble, it doesn't end up in the bladder. Then it ends up in the feces. So you, we have to, our body does this on a natural basis every single day to do so. So we, we want to make sure that, yes, our, our liver is functioning at, at an optimum speed and at, at an optimum capacity, but at the same time, we also limiting ourselves for for this exposure to all these chemicals. Now, some chemicals we we cannot uh, stop getting exposed to, uh, but some of them we can, and so we just have to be conscious as to what we want to do. Like today, I, I can tell you one thing: I don't vary any anything that is electronics or even a simple jewelry. I don't wear them. I do wear these glasses, unfortunately, but I do wear them. It's always plastic. Uh, I don't wear any. I don't have anything on my fingers, on my on my jewelry. Nothing. I don't. The cell phone I only carry when I'm when I'm walking around. But after that, my cell phone is always on my desk or in my car or in my house, so it's never on me. Uh, I don't carry wallets because all this extra things that that your body has to adjust to it. And I'm not sure what these waves are doing to a body. I, I, it cannot be natural. All, all I say is that it cannot be natural. I, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there about this, about the Wi-Fi signals that we have, maybe incre uh, increasing oxidative stress in your body. And I'm not here to prove that it's right or wrong. But all I can do is right now is, if even if there's a remote chance that it, it may be affecting my health, I don't want this on me. So things that 
things, whatever things you can do to avoid having your body deal with it, it's the first thing. The second thing is now, now let's say you cannot avoid certain things. You cannot avoid sunlight. Sunlight is good for you, by the way, right? The sunlight gives you so much energy, is great for your body to heal itself, to regenerate itself, it's great for mental health. But then there's a limit on how much sunlight you get. Once you get over the threshold, it becomes damaging, causes oxidative stress in your body, gets your skin all darker, and, and your skin starts burning, and it, it is not healthy for you either. So there's a limit on how much you can expose yourself to all the good things either. So anyways, I'm sorry. I can keep on going on this topic forever because there's so much things that are out there that we should be avoiding uh, that I don't, I'm not sure if I can mention every one of them for you or not. But anyway, I mean, thinking about organic fruits and vegetables, right? It's just pesticides and chemicals and fertilizers that your body has to take on and to to detoxify that and get rid of it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a very good advice. And so, talking about the uh, the assessment whenever you were talking about like because it it is, and I, I love to hear you say that whenever a patient comes in and you just go, hey, well, first of all, we gotta get their their head right. And a lot of people they. And if you want to talk about this, I'd, I'd enjoy it because I know whenever I've had people ask me, you know, how do I lose 20 pounds or whatever? I said, well, first of all, get the, get the end goal out of your mind. I mean, it's great. You got to have something to shoot for, right? But it's also pulling it back to the smallest process of just making that behavior change. It's going to lead to that. And I love what you said earlier about why, if it's just for vanity reason, if you just say, eh, it'd be cool to lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds. When the going gets tough, the tough will just it will just crumble, right? It just it doesn't work. So you do have to get that mental state right. Now you reminded me something of uh, Dr. Marvin Singh, who's out. Uh, you're on the West Coast, right? Yes. Okay, so Dr. Marvin Singh, he's a uh, he's out on the West Coast as well, and he uh, and and he's he's talked about a lot of these things. And one of the things that he's really a proponent of is getting the metrics first. Go and run your, do the, the correct blood test. Do your, test your gut biome. Get some benchmarks because we're not all the same. And you mentioned it. Your wife has issues with dairy. You might not. You have issues with bananas. I might not. And so if we, until we really know where we're starting, we're never going to get to the ultimate finish line, which is this, place of lower inflammation, better health, cleaner cells. So what are some of the screenings that you recommend for people to just kind of get a baseline understanding of their own health to know which levers they need to start trying to pull to get themselves in a better state? Again, you, you mentioned a couple of things already. Have a, have, have a complete organ checkup, right? So you measure your liver enzymes, you measure your cholesterols, you measure all the inflammatory markers, and those are easy ones to do uh, in a simple blood test. Uh, there's some specialized tests that you can do to, to, to test yourself for food sensitivities. Uh, if you are in an in a open land, you, you may want to test yourself for pollens and trees and nuts and things like that as well to see what your body is not, um, not willing to take it. Uh, and keep in mind, the foods are something that you're exposed to from a very early on in your life. More than likely, you might be allergic to it. Uh, it's not that uh, allergies means that you're going to de develop a rash and stop breathing, but the low-grade inflammation is happening every single day in your life, and the low-grade is something that goes unnoticed, and that's the one you want to take care of it first. And so having a Having a food sensitivity test done 
will help you a lot to identify what, what to avoid. You cannot put things inside your body unless you know what you should not be eating in the first place. The second part is that also understanding that that not everybody can eat meats. Uh, and even though I was I was uh, I used to eat all all the meats, uh, but about up until about six seven years ago, I stopped eating it because it was not right for me to begin with. And so I stopped eating meat, and all of a sudden, I not just I just lost weight. That was that was a byproduct. What happened to me was my mental clarity got better, my 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 uh, spontaneity got better. I have more energy today. I eat less, and I have more energy today. So what I'm finding out is that your body does not need a lot of food to survive. It does not. It needs just about right because everything that's more than what your body needs is taking bodies more energy to to break it down and get rid of it, and so. We, we have to listen to a body to see exactly how much food it needs. Uh, and, uh, and so what it needs is a very small amount. And once I became vegetarian, I, I felt a lot better. Now, once in a while, I still, I still do eat fish here and there once in a while. But again, it's not, my, not, not part of my daily diet anymore. Uh, and I feel when I do eat some meat once in a while, it's usually about once every other month or once a month sometimes. Uh, that my body uh, takes a toll on it, that it is inflamed. And and I know that I get become more sluggish when I eat those types of food. So now I try to avoid as much as possible. So this is where I, I would like to start off with. Just simple blood tests, simple allergy tests, and, um, and, and see where, 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 where you can begin from. Okay, so you mentioned if you... On the vegetarian aspect, one of the things that always comes up whenever you're talking about either vegan, vegetarian, whatever the case may be, or just kind of trying to stick to a more plant-based diet is the protein deficit. And yep. and I, I, I'm trying to – you tell me if I'm on the right track. I think that I try to consume about 2 grams of protein per <clears throat> pound of body weight is kind of what, what I'm trying to, to achieve, which it is a little easier for me because one, I'm going to get a lot of it from whey protein. I'm going to always have a whey protein shake during the day to try to knock out at least 48 grams. And then I do eat meat. So I, so I, what are you doing and does that concern you and what should people know about the value of protein? And that kind of just, just my, just kind of thinking about this, was that something that led you to develop your supplement uh, that you you know for 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 glutathione because it was it, it, for people that you and yourself did you notice some sort of a deficit or did just or did it have nothing to do with it? you just knew glutathione was something we needed and you wouldn't want to pursue that kind of did any of that come to play? So there are two different topics completely. Okay. Take on glutathione has nothing, nothing to do with my protein intake at okay. all. Go for it. How you do that? Glutathione okay. is a protein by 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 the way it's built, uh-huh. but it's it actually has two functions in the body. Okay. It's a master detoxifier and antioxidant, and and it's basically helps uh, helps uh, keeps your body clean at all times. So it has nothing to do with the protein intake. So let, let let's talk about the protein first because that's that's fascinating, right? Because okay. when you're a vegetarian, uh, now I do eat eggs, I do eat, uh, I do do drink milk because I at a very early on when I was a when I was a baby, I found out that I cannot drink uh, dairy milk. Uh, and so I never drank milk up until like 2025 ish. 
And so now I can drink milk once in a while and I have no problem. I eat cheese all the time. I have no problems at all. I, I, I eat clarified butter and that, that is no issues at all. So that's part of my protein. But keep in mind, so the, the way body works is that when you, when you eat proteins, your body will, with the enzymes uh, will break those proteins down into various amino acids. And those amino acids are what your body absorbs and makes building blocks for your body. So I'm going back to my chemistry mindset now. Said that if I can just take enough amino acids in my in my in my supplements line, guess what? I can provide the body the nutrients it needs to self-heal itself. Instead of body trying to break it down various various proteins and try to build up proteins again. I'm just giving them amino acids to begin with. And if I do that plenty of them, then your body will, uh, will make its own proteins, whatever it needs all the time. And so and amino acids have zero calories, by the way. So I can take a whole bunch of amino acids, uh, has zero calories, but I can get probably 30 or 40 grams of proteins from these amino acids uh, and have zero calories in there as well. So that's one way of doing it as well. The second way is, of course, you you combine the the vegetable proteins with uh, with a grain to make it a complete protein, and the body uh, uh, can uh, can can use that up to to make various building blocks as well. And so that's that's the diet that I have found it's working for me. Now keep in mind, if you see if you ever see a centurion uh, who has lived over hundred years, this is he or she is not this person that is. They, they can lift a boulder up his shoulder and, and looks it's it's all muscular and toned up and things like that. It's this really frail person that is barely hanging into a thread, and if you blow hard enough, will probably blow away in the wind. <laughs> uh, but yet they can survive forever because guess what? Your body, if it doesn't have to put a lot of work in to keep itself, it's clean and healthy. As long as the mind is there, you can do whatever you want to do. As long as your body is still agile and moving and the agile and moving body is a frail thin uh person that can do all those things doesn't have to be all muscular build up yeah it's interesting you say that because most of the the folks that are the centenarians in the blue zones you know more of the mediterranean areas and stuff like that they're not known for being these jacked you know huge huge folks now i want to talk about Amino acids, and this is just i'm asking you for some education here because i just recently heard uh, there were some studies that have been talking a lot about branch chain amino acids versus the essential amino acids. Okay. And so whenever you're referring to amino acids, it, can you define, can you help me understand the difference and this audience understand the difference between just branch chain and essential? And are you taking, and which one are you supplementing with to get that added protein, uh, create, create, you know, efficiency in your body? So I, I am still, on the learning phase right now, I'll okay. tell you what I'm doing right now, but I'm still on the quest of learning more about this amino acids and see how I can how I can use it uh, to betterment of my life. Because if I can consume uh, 100 grams of uh, proteins and have zero calories in there, instead of every protein is four calories, which is 400 calories, instead of four calories, I can have zero calories. I can literally... Uh, make this as 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 a, as an item for your body to sustain without gaining any weight. So that's what I'm learning on right now. And of course, my 
all my my my, my basic amino acids are there the the isoleucines the lysines lysines uh tryptophan uh, uh proline valine uh, and so i i use those those eight or nine amino acids basically to help me with with uh, with creating what my body needs. Now, you can do a blood test to see what your amino acid profiles are. And so I have done those tests in the past as well. There are a few companies out there who does uh, tests for amino acids in, in, in your body. And based on that, you can customize your intake for amino acids as well. So that is possible. I, I'm still not sure if the testings and... And if you supplement them, is going to be enough for us or not? So that's what I I I do not know all the answers for that yet. And the branch chain amino acids, the small the 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 the, the small chain amino, amino acids, those are very good because you know it's it's some of them if they are if they can be used up as is by the body, uh, uh, which is kind of rare, but it you can basically absorb them as is and then they get used up. But most of those branching amino acids, the small ones are, are, are oils, and the oils just gets diffused easily inside your body. So those are easy ones to take it, like the MCT oils and things like that, the small chains. Those are easy because your body will absorb it as is, versus a water-based uh, amino acids chain, even if it's a small chain, it will be broken down, like glutathione. If you take oral glutathione or liposomal glutathione, there's so many different technologies out there. If you take all the glutathione by mouth, your body senses that as a protein and will break that into various amino acids and you will absorb the amino acids and you can measure those amino acids in your blood and see that the, the level has risen, but that does not mean that your body is producing glutathione from it again. Got so, it. Got it. So well, that's what it is. Well, I want to shift gears a little bit because, you know, as a fellow entrepreneur and someone who <clears throat> you're seeing a lot more it seems like folks like yourself that are taking this vast knowledge that you have of compounds and health and wellness and, and understanding how to optimize the body in such a degree that, like you said, here you are, you're a pharmacist with over 3,000 prescriptions at your disposal that you, you've got patients coming in and getting, and yet you're much more moving towards your, your own human optimization and using food for healing, which is right. I mean, that you're, you're speaking my language. When did it, and, and I want you to, I want to talk about all the products that you have developed and kind of, when did you make this shift from prescribing? Because that's one of the things that frustrates me, Dr. Patel, is we live in an age of prescribe or, or you know, diagnose and prescribe, diagnose, prescribe. And, and I get it. That's not a knock on modern physicians. It's just that they're, they're short on time. It's the, the most valuable resource that they just can't renew. And so they, they, but so, and so many people these days are looking for the quick fix. Even the, like I, whenever I was talking to uh, Matt Camberlin, we were talking about rapamycin and some of these unbelievable discoveries that we're making that there might one day be a pill that you can take to slow the aging process. But there's so many natural things that you don't have to do that now if you'll just discover them. When did you start really cluing into this and realizing that not only did you want to apply it for yourself, but you wanted to help others understand human optimization and create products that could help them toward that end? So this, I'm going back 22 years ago. I just graduated from local university, USC over here. Uh, and three or four years into my career, very early on in my career, I found out that 
the path that I'm going to become a pharmacist and helping people was not the path that I originally dreamt of because the medications were actually not, not saving lives. Uh, in fact, in 1996, uh, if, you, if you use the word cure in any medications that has been used, uh, you basically, you'll be cited by the federal agencies that, hey, uh, you have to back it up. You cannot use the word cure on any single thing. So the word cure is print a limited form of a dictionary. And so, you know what? I lost my mom 20, 23 years ago, and it really made me realize that, you know what, life needs to be better than what what, what I've been doing. So I, I opened my first compounding pharmacy, and as a compounding pharmacy, I get to talk to the doctors and make customized medicine. Uh, and it, it, was, it was for two parts. One, the traditional pharmacy, the insurance companies were dictating what I can prescribe, what kind of I can dispense. And if something's not covered, we change it to something else that is, that is covered. Even if it's not right for the patient, it didn't really matter. What mattered was that it was cheap and uh, an insurance company made the money. And so, so be it. So I was not going to be playing the game for long term. So if I use a compound pharmacy, then the, the, the beauty of that one is that people that come to us are, are actually people that want to take, uh, take their health care in their own hands and they're willing to pay uh, for the service to take care of them. So I started doing the compound pharmacy and I was, I was making all kinds of medications. I do age management stuff, hormone replacement therapy, intravenous nutrition therapy, and I mean, everything from everything from feeling better to looking better and, and everything else in between. And in my research, I was finding out that that what what I was, even with a company pharmacy, all I was doing was, was still tricking the body to feel better. Mm-hmm. And then what I really came across, this was very earlier in 2000s that, hey, I need to figure out what your body needs. And what your body needs is glutathione. It needs that the most because it's the most abundantly produced product or molecule in our body. So then I look at the research uh, on glutathione, and guess what? It goes back 100 years at that time, which is now 120 years, that we have glutathione that, is, that has been discovered, but nobody has ever figured out how to improve levels inside your body on demand. Because the key is, like, like in, in today's day, day, day and age, right? If somebody comes and tells you that, hey, I have this disease, can you take care of it today? The answer is, oh, yeah, we'll give you a pill and you'll be better in nine months or one year. No mm-hmm. go, right? People are not happy to hear that portion. People want on-demand services, right? right? I want to order something off of the favorite uh, online platform and I want to deliver today before 8 p.m. I mean, it's doable, right? Things are getting better and better every single day. And so the same demand came on the healthcare side that, hey, I have a problem. Can you fix it today? And so I, I was on a quest to, to figure out how can I basically get this glutathione molecule inside our body and, and on demand improve the blood levels to the point where it's actually being therapeutic for our patients. And so 2007 comes around and I was working on this project and I, I figured out a way to stabilize the glutathione uh, in, a, in a water-based system at room temperature it took me another couple more years to identify how I was going to deliver that, and it turned out to be via skin. And so when we first discovered that part, my mind just went boof, crazy. 
I said, oh my goodness, this is this is revolutionary. This is life altering. This is this is going to change the way we look at medicine for the rest of our lives, right? Um, I don't want to compare myself with anybody else, but I do want to compare to myself to myself, saying that hey, if I had known what I knew uh, today about glutathione 13 years ago, I'll be jumping off the roof and screaming everybody today. <laughs> yeah, and that's what that's that's what I'm doing today after 13 years because. What took me so long is because the literature did not support any theories about what would happen if you improve the glutathione immediately. Like even when you give intravenous form of glutathione, which I was a producer of intravenous glutathione for over 20 years, uh, and I just recently stopped producing that part because now we have a better, better system out there. But I was making that because I was assuming that if you inject inside your, inside your bloodstream, that it's available to your body immediately. But I did not know that even the intravenous form of glutathione was not entering the blood cells. It was staying in the water part of the blood. You know, your blood is plasma and the red blood cells. And it was staying in the plasma and never entered the red blood cells. And so what happened was if it stays in the plasma, your kidney basically filters it out and, and you just, within 15, 20 minutes, you have the most expensive urine because mm -hmm. all the glutathione that you just to my IV intravenous form is all in the kidneys now. You're just about to pee it out. And so when I first saw that, I said, how do I, how much do I give these people? I had no idea, right? So then I started learning on it. So 10, 12 years later, I figured out what dose to give, what patients to treat. And in my quest of doing so, I found so many studies and so much different things that people have, have come to me with that Every party I go to with my family or my friends, the, the, the topic of causing starts on glutathione and ends on glutathione. And so I said, no, this is, this is too much. So I stopped going to parties. I took two years of sabbatical, wrote the book, and just finished the book writing. So now anybody who has questions, guess what I tell them? Go, go to the website or go to Amazon or go to whatever favorite bookstore you want to go to and pick up yourself a copy of The Glutathione Revolution. It has all the things that I've researched over the last 12 years, and it's in that book now. Now, we've, now the second thing is that now, since the book was published a year and a half ago, I have a lot more studies that, I, that, that I'm looking at right now. So hopefully in the next couple of years, we should be working on the uh, uh, edition two as well, because every day that doesn't go by that I learn something new about glutathione and how our body can heal itself. And so my goal today and my, my plea to everybody is that, hey, your body is great. Empower your body to defend itself. And that's a profound statement because we are a culture, culturally Americans, we, are, we want to solve everybody's problems, mm -hmm. but we cannot solve the body's problems. We cannot. Only thing we can do is provide the nutrients, provide the information, provide what a body needs and the body will be able to take care of its own problems. So that's my quest today. Well, I think that's, a, and I think it's a, it's a noble mission, and it's one that I have tried to explain to so many people when they want to jump to any other, just you know, a pill or a drug or or something. You know, there's just like there's no silver bullet workout. There's no silver bullet. There's there's, but there right. are so many things you can do based on your body type and your needs, your age, and all these other other markers to truly optimize your health. 
Now, I guess my question, because again, before we came out, I told you, I, I know so little about glutathione other than it is something that really helps work with inflammation. It's a protein. I understand that. But uh-huh. what about, and, and, and you, you say you say that it is, uh, the, the, the body produces a great deal of it, yeah. but that being the case, are there things we can do nutritionally to increase our production? Is there a slide based on age to where we need to be supplementing more? And like for your product, that for for a topical cream to increase to supplement the production of of it, do I do I need to be looking at this? Is there something in my body that's going to tell me, hey, I should you know check out what Dr. Patel has because. I, I feel like I'm lessening. I mean, when do you know that you need to start supplementing? And, and what are the factors? Is it you know, nutrition, activity levels? What are they, again, age, what are the things that kind of let you know, hey, you need to, even though your body can produce this in abundance, it's time for you to start supplementing. Exactly. And there, there are a few people in this world, they have a defect, genetic defect, where they are not able to produce glutathione at all. And those are the patients. They're very early on in their life. They have they have they have disabilities to begin with. They're born normal, and within a couple of years, you can start seeing them going downhills. And some of those patients are on the spectrum disorder patients, like the Aspergers or the autistic kids. Uh, they not all of them, but some of them have the inability to to detoxify the body, so the body becomes a giant garbage truck inside uh, and that uh, that's so unfortunate because these kids are born with with such a lively uh, uh, healthy body but this one little thing that they cannot produce glutathione so they can detoxify themselves but on, on an average again this is just an average uh, about the age of 30 is when you start seeing the first decline in your body's ability to produce glutathione and that's Again, that's an arbitrary age, so don't hold me to it. It's just because if you if you're a healthier person, I have a lot of athletes as my as my customers, uh, active athletes. They are in the twenties. They are my patients to to use the glutathione products as well. So not everybody is 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 the same, but if you if your body does not produce enough, sign the age of thirty is a fair fair chance that you may benefit from supplementation. Not everybody does, but you may benefit from, from supplementation. But keep in mind, the body has uh, has the ability to to detoxify yourself, and the body has the ability to produce glutathione. So when your exposure to toxin doesn't change, but your level of the glutathione reduces down, guess what happens? This gap is now every year is getting double and double and it just grows exponentially because your ability to produce glutathione is reducing but your exposure to toxins is not reducing and in some case it may be increasing Mm. for example at the age of 20 you may hopefully you're not drinking any alcohol uh alcohol be a known solvent at the age of 21 First thing you do is you start drinking alcohol. Hopefully not, but if you do, then guess what? Your toxic load in your body is just increased. Mm-hmm. If your body can keep up with the production of glutathione, then you're okay. But then what happens is that, and, as, and then you're okay until 30, 35, or sometime less, and then all of a sudden your body's ability to produce glutathione reduces, and when that reduces, your load 
you're not reducing your load. In fact, now you have too much money and instead of just drinking cheap beers at, at one point, <laughs> now you're having a couple of glasses of wine every single day because somebody told you that's healthy for you. Right. And all of a sudden, having a beer once a week is turning to a wine, glass of wine every single day. And it may be healthy for you, but your body's ability to produce glutathione is not there. So if I can somehow mirror both of them, and give you enough glutathione based on your needs, which everybody has all the needs in the world, then guess what? Our body can literally stop the aging process or it age at the pace it was aging at the age of 20, right? Yeah. yeah but yeah. if you can reduce the load down, if you can reduce the load down and keep up with the glutathione production or supplementation, there's a chance that all the damage they may be have done, part of it can be reduced. Again, that's a part of the study that we have not done yet. So please do not quote me on it. Mm -hmm. uh, I am working with a couple of universities right now as we speak to do human trials. We have the first RB approved human trials are already happening in California. And so within a few months, we'll have the first uh, study that's going to get published. Uh, after that, we will be looking at ways to get more funding so we can keep on funding more of these studies out uh, and all proceeds are going to the universities so they can they can use this money to keep on doing more human trials to bring this information back to us so that guess what one day I can stand at the age of 100 hopefully feeling like I'm still 20 years old and enjoying life I love that and one of the things you said there so I've this audience has heard me talk about a lot is about well, that's going on five years ago now I abrogated alcohol from my diet completely. No, no more alcohol. And, and this was one of the major reasons is because of the inflammatory effects that happen. And now recovery, I got to believe if you've got your glutathione levels, like you say, if you're in, in, in homeostasis, I guess, you know, balance there with the toxicity and you're able to you know, lower the inflammation and fight off, fight it off. You recover quicker, I guess. I know that since I stopped drinking, my recovery is now, like whenever I lift weights or run or exercise, it's probably not to where I was when I was 25, you know, where you can just take a beating and then, you know, go back yeah. out. But it is a lot shorter. And I work out hard, but I don't I don't feel soreness like I once did because it has lowered the inflammation. And is this one of the benefits is quicker recovery? And therefore, once you recover quicker, now you're able to build strength faster and build endurance faster. And you're not your body's not staying in that recovery state as long trying to heal itself am I, am I thinking about that right yeah absolutely right so okay. that's what all of my athletes are doing i have i have nfl athletes mlb athletes i have nba players olympic players and so and so the thing is they work out hard i yeah. mean they they really work out really hard because they want to be on top of the game uh, and of course, recovery is brutal. Even if you're 22 years old and you work out really hard, recovery is still brutal, right? And you, and people do cold plunge therapy. And now you can buy those ice boxes and all things, right. all the fancy stuff. You can, you can get all those things done. It's, it's 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 just absolutely amazing that there's so much things available now that you can do that part. But you still the body is still inflamed from inside. That inflammation is good liver inflammation is good but once the job is done you want to reduce this inflammation down completely and get it out of your body so that your body can heal faster better and so 
having having a ha, having a good source of glutathione instantaneously now i'm not saying that if you're 22 years old they take glutathione every single day but absolutely helps you to use it right after your workout because then all of a sudden your inflammation is coming down faster than normal and you're still able to recover better and so that the next day you're able to work out again without having the soreness in your muscles and so yes it it really really helps to do that as well i love that but that sounds to me like that's that's money right there that's golden so all right so for me and by the way just so the audience knows you know uh dr patel i invited him on the show just because i want to learn more about this i said at the onset, I know so little about glutathione and what's happening with it in him being the expert. What of your products that you've developed, and again, because this isn't a, I want to make it clear, this isn't a plug, and Dr. Patel had no idea I was going to ask him this question, but of the products that you've developed, what is the flagship product that you would recommend for someone like me that's very active, is interested in longevity, and I do, you know, I'm going to work out seven days a week. Obviously, I'm going to take some, some of those days are more reco- active recoveries, but uh-huh. what, what kind of, what would you say, Jason, I, universally speaking, you, this is something that you should do, and this is going to help prolong longevity and health span for you. What would you suggest for me? So we all we actually only have one product. Okay. And that's Glutaril. Okay. G- the topical? That's a topic of glutathione. Glutaril is a product. Uh, We did release Glutaril Plus about a year and a half ago. And the reason for that one was uh, I have a lot of doctors that want me, they wanted to use a higher dose of glutathione for some active conditions that they were trying to help their patients with. And so so we released the higher strength glutathione for, for those patients only. And of course, all of a lot of my athletes will use them uh, just to get initial boost on it. Uh, these are not the active athletes. These are retired athletes. They are in the 40s. They have retired from playing whatever whatever ball game they were playing at now. And now they're retired, but they still have a very active lifestyle, very heavy workouts. But the body is not recuperating as fast as they they were once did when the age of 20. Even though they are 40 years old, the recovery is it's it takes a toll on them so for sure. that reason they're using the plus the glutathione plus for that one but for everybody else everybody i mean glutathione is going to be enough for uh for 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 using day in day out if you think that you that your levels are low of glutathione you can use the plus version for maybe at a month or two or at the most three months and then you can switch them over the glutathione as a maintenance forever because that's what we have been using so just to full disclosure that's the only product we had ever ever used was a glutathione uh for all my patients including my dad who is my patient number one he is the longest using patient alive on this planet today is wow. my dad and my scientist, my partner in crime, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's much older than I am. And so he started using it at the same day as my dad did, which was about nine years ago. Uh, so they're, they're, they're the two people that have been using this product the longest. And I can tell you, uh, my dad, he cannot stop raving about how his friends keeps on telling him all the time. I said, oh my God, you have never aged. What, what, are you, what are you doing right now that you don't age anymore? And like he just left for, for, for another trip for four months by himself. My mom is no longer with us, so he's single. But he, he's traveling to India right now for four months on his own, doing his own food preps and, 
and housing and every single thing. He'll, he'll take care of every single thing. There is no support system. He didn't order a wheelchair to go from one plane to another to on, on the transit time, nothing. He's 87 years old. Wow. He'll do everything is on his own. Uh, and he, he only has a one hour, one hour layover uh, in uh, in the Middle East where before he catches his next, his next flight. So in one hour, he has to deplane, reboard another plane, and it's at least a 25-minute walk that he has to walk all the way. So he, he'll be he'll put his shoes on. He'll put his <laughs> shoes on. He got it. He, he's ready for it. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is that you, if, you, if a consistency is there, going to be there, that uh, a good is a flagship product, which is a lower strength product, is going to be enough to deal with all the daily ailments, right? Now, granted, if you have some major issues and you can you can more than welcome to reach out to me uh, through my website to, 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 to ask questions. I answer all the questions, as many as possible. Uh, I get on the phone to talk to the patients as well if I get a chance to do so. Uh, but And then I will figure out if the needs are higher or not. But more than likely, I would say 90% of the time, the needs are not very high. And that's what that's what boggles me, right? Mm-hmm. Our needs are not very high. Overall, people, we are healthy people. We just a little edge. Reduce the load, increase the glutathione, and boy, we're in good shape. Uh, that's well, and that's a great message. And now I, I, I have to ask you, just because you are in such phenomenal health, and this is something that I, I'm always interested in other people's protocols. What is your your kind of your daily, weekly, however you want to break it out of your your physical training, your diet? Are you doing intermittent fasting of any kind, or are you just scheduling your meals in any certain way? Like you maintain a steady feeding window. Kind of what are some of those other protocols besides the supplementation that you're deploying to make sure that you're optimizing your health for? for health span and longevity. Absolutely. So the first thing is you got to have a clear mind, right? So uh, I listened to a couple of podcasts about meditations. I do meditations every every morning, 15 minutes. Uh, and that's just to clear my mind, both internally and externally. So open eye meditation and close eye, eye meditation. I do both of them. Uh, so that my mental, I, I'm focused within my body and outside my body. So it's not like I'm in this outer space someplace. No, I don't want to be that person. So I'm, I'm very grounded. I stay within my limits and I know who I am and what I can and what I cannot do. So that's my first thing in the morning. Uh, I do uh, I, I do write three gratitudes every morning, uh, things that I'm thankful of. Uh, and every day is, is something different. And, and that really makes me enjoy what's going to come today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not worried about the future. Uh, the past is already finished. And so what I can focus on, what I can do today, and gives me a little bit more clarity uh, as to what I'm, what I'm doing today. Uh, the third thing is that I do intermittent fasting as well. I started this year, so this is my 11th month, so to speak, and it's been amazing uh, because I reduced my diet to a very small amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the same amount of energy. In fact, I have more energy today than what I had last year, yeah. uh, surprisingly. Uh, and last year, I was exercising every single day during this lockdown. Uh, thank God the kids were not going to school. They were having uh, schools from home, so I was not <laughs> running around with the kids all the yeah. time. Beating uh, Los Angeles traffic is 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 torturous. Right, my kids are about twenty miles away from from my house to drop off school, so it was not very easy to do so. Uh, and so lockdown, I was exercising every single day. Uh, and after the after the opening of this year, 
my schedule is so erratic that I don't get to exercise every single day. Mm-hmm. I do. I still do my stretches, but my <clears throat> energy level is the highest because of the of amount of calories I've reduced down. Uh, and I, I only eat from maybe like two o'clock in the afternoon to up till it's supposed to be like 7 p.m. Sometimes it goes to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's about eat. Uh, that, 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 that's about all. That's great. So all my sugars, like my fruits, fruits and all those things, it's all around, around about two or three o'clock in the afternoon. So there's yeah. no sugars after that at all. Yeah. Uh, when I say sugars, I'm not talking about cookies and, and chips right. and things like that I'm talking about. Uh, fructose, which is fruits, uh, sugars that I eat, and so I was in the in, in the early part of the afternoon. Uh, water consumption is pretty high, and if you read my book, The Glutathione Revolution, uh, it, there's a 14 day plan to boost the glutathione level. That is actually my diet plan. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's that's what I eat every single day. Uh, only thing that's changed now is that instead of eating the food throughout the day. It's condensed down to like six hour window now, pretty much. Very good. And one of the things that you have brought up multiple times through this conversation is the simplicity. It's amazing how when you strip away all of the, just the junk, you know, and we do, we have so many choices in this country of the foods we can eat, things we can do. And when you strip it down and the body doesn't need that much, that's one of the things that I have been amazed with as well. Since I started intermittent fasting and doing longer fasts every once in a while, when I'm trying to reach autophagy is that you just don't need as many calories as we've got that, that 2,500 calorie, you know, recommendation or whatever. We don't need that if we're using our body efficiently, if we're managing our circadian rhythm. Uh, you just don't need that much. And I love the idea. And I try to do this. I pretty much eat the same things every day for the most part. It just simplifies. It, and you, when you figure out what your body needs and likes, your energy levels, because it lowers your cognitive load, you don't have to think about it. It is a game changer. So I'm with you, doctor. I think that's, a, that's amazing. You said the word autophagy. Mm-hmm. So let me, let, let me re- remind all the viewers today about one thing is uh, I want them to close their eyes, picture refrigerator. I'm going to do this with you. I'm going to do this with the okay. listeners. Okay. Yeah. Picture, close your eyes. Uh, picture refrigerator. It's a double refrigerator that you have. You open the refrigerator. As soon as you open it, you see mold on every shelf. Now, are you going to eat the food today? No, that's gross. No. So now, open your eyes now. That's okay. So now, think about it. Your body, you cannot open the doors to your body. Yet, the foods we eat is causing mold issue, causing overgrowth of bacteria in our body, uh, viruses in our body. uh, And all those things is actually and extra fat on our body. I mean, every single thing and is, is basically making our body looks really ugly from inside. And the fats around our organs is actually attracting all the chemicals that we consume in our diet, all the uh, fat-soluble chemicals, solvents, that get stuck into those fat cells and is basically covering up our organs from internally. You cannot clean it up. If it's a refrigerator, guess what you're going to do? You're going to empty the whole thing out, clean with bleach it out, or put some peroxides or whatever, clean all the mold, every single thing, go buy fresh fruits and vegetables and stock it up again, yep. right? Yep, yep. I love we, don't have the, we don't have the liberty to 
put new organs in our body. We got one organ, we got to deal with it, right? right? We got to deal with it. So now the question is, how do you clean your body from inside? Right? Mm-hmm. So when you say autophagy, which is dying of the cells and the body will kill, get rid of all the dead cells and all those things. But that phenomenal has to be happening at a very fast pace so your body can, can get rid of the junk and, and produce new ones because the body has the ability to produce new cells. But the cell signalings are coming from the foods we eat. So if you're the healthy cells from to, uh, four months from today, you got to eat good food for the next four months in a row, 120 days. So when this, all those old cells die over the next 120 days, you're going to get new, uh, new cells, which are going to be much better. But on day 60, oh, my God, I got to eat some fries. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. See? Now those fries are going to end up in your cells in another 60 days for developing some other organs. And so we had to be very regimented that, hey, if you want to look good, you've got to give me a four-month commitment minimum because at that point, that's a starting point to getting healthy. This is not, the starting point starts from four months from today. So if you tell that, hey, I'm going to be healthy for the next four months, I say, great. But at the, at the end of 120 days, that's a starting point. What helps autophagy is glutathione mm. because it helps get rid of all those chemicals and toxins. It, it has two purposes, free radicals or oxidative stress because of chemical reactions, which is people don't think about those as a chemistry set, but those can be get, get rid of by, by glutathione. But the more important part is that glutathione is one of the one of the larger proteins in a body that can actually bind to all those chemicals and heavy metals and all those things and use them to get it from, from your body. Either you pee it out or you put it in the intestines, either way. So you're constantly removing all the junk in the refrigerator inside your body with the help of glutathione and so it keeps it clean. And once you do that for six months, one year, two years, and all of a sudden, as the body gets cleaner and cleaner and cleaner from inside, you start feeling better, better, and healthier, and you have more, more, um, uh, more functions. Every single thing. So, this is my experiment. Okay, nothing to do with anybody else. So I've been using glutathione for some time now. Okay. Uh, uh, and this year, I only used it maybe once in a while. I would say. I don't know. Once a week, once every other week, nothing crazy, but I pretty much I stopped using glutathione completely for this whole year. Mm-hmm. And so about two weeks ago, I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do an experiment right now. I'm going to use it four times a day for five or seven days and see how I feel. And I can tell you today, this, today is uh, day 15th. Uh, and the last seven days has been has been a game changer in my mental ability. How I can respond to all my work things done. I'm reading books right now. I'm doing a presentation at uh, next month in Vegas on some uh, neural health and and brain health and reducing Alzheimer's and Parkinson's with, with the help of glutathione. And I can read a book like in half a half half the time that I used to do before. Wow. And so, what happened was that. For the whole year that I did not use it, my toxic loads caught up to my previous load. Yeah. And now within the seven days, you know, normally I would not tell him to use it four times a day, by the way. It's usually twice a day is more than sufficient. But I want to do the experiment. And all of a sudden, my my breathing got better. My mental clarity got better. Everything. So, you know wow. what? 
it's it's going to be now I can I did my experiment I'm done with it now I'm not going to stop it anymore. Yeah, so I mean so essentially what I'm hearing you say is because we don't know, right? No one can say, well, if you want to reach autophagy, you must fast for 36 hours for it. We don't know that, but what it sounds like to me your experiment showed you was that at a minimum it added a boost to the cleansing process and, and just based on how you feel, your mental clarity and your your energy levels. Am, am I understanding you correctly? That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's enough. That's 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 convince yeah. me. Well, the thing is, I, I, I consult a lot of um, uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs, um, uh, actresses, high net worth individuals, both uh, in the U.S. and abroad. Mm-hmm. And there's a common theme. Uh they don't care about the body as much as they care about the mind. Exactly. And that's the thing that I've been, that's one of the things as I've gotten older, and that's one of the reasons that led me to quit drinking completely is because so many people, they think about, I want to get in shape. I want to be healthy. I want to be ripped. I want to be lean. They're obsessing about their weight, their body fat percentage. But if you don't have this correct, you know, Zeno, the father of, philo- of, of Stoic philosophy said, he who conquers his mind conquers the world. You got to start here first. And so right. that's why whenever you first open with that, I was like, oh, man, this is my kind of guy. We're on the same page. Because if you don't have that, and then the same thing, you mentioned meditation. I just started practicing as a as an as a standard protocol for all my other health and well-being meditation probably a year and a half, two years ago. And mm-hmm. I always tell people that not only did it slow my my thinking more clear, make it me slow down to think more clearly, but this is the silliest illustration. I know this, but I noticed trees more than I ever had. I noticed the 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 the, the multi dimensions of a forest or just things. That, it's everything was more uh, precise, and it just I don't know. My mind was able to consume more. It's almost like I was able to slow down. Life, kind of like in the Matrix, you know, you're able to slow down and see what's happening and such, and it, and it's it's amazing and just the things that don't impact me the way they once did. I'm able to process process them and to calm my amygdala. You know, things that that would have mm-hmm. once put me into complete flight mode are now no process. That's not something. There's no saber tooth tiger behind that that tree. So it sure. just it's it's been a game changer. So I, I'm so happy to hear you drill down so much on this mental aspect and this mental acuity that if we don't have an optimized mind, then all the rest of it, it's for naught. Yeah. And, and the thing is that I heard from very early on from my own coaches, uh, coaching staff as well. My coaching staff is people that I hear podcasts, people like mm-hmm. you that bring good people on, on your podcast that teaches us how to live a life is that so many people are living life and have no idea what they have seen today. And they have no idea what's around them. And they, right. they, they're just like a robot. They're just going on assuming that if they get to the destination, then they'll, they'll be a part of gold over there. And with the part of gold, they can make a better life. But they, 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 they don't realize that the part of gold, if they achieve at the age of 70, from the age of 25 to 70, that's 50 years of, that's your part of goal is right there, the life you live. And, and, and it's not the decision, it's the journey. Enjoy the journey. And if not anything else, COVID taught us one thing that and I'm glad COVID was, was a mentally lockdown because for the very first time, people were actually able to hear them breathe. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I said, I can actually feel like I'm, I, I am a productive uh, member of the society, that I'm a valuable person. And nobody cares about your valuability of your person of you more than you do yourself. Yeah. And so for the for very first time, the great resignation came into the environment for all the entrepreneurs because guess what? People realize that they don't have to work all this time. We at the pharmacy, we had nobody quit on us. And because the thing is, we made sure that people that works with us I never said people work for me. I always said people work with us. Is the reason is because they want to be here. They want to be a game changer. They want to help my patients. They want to be a, a serving community member. And when you do that, when you are when you're service oriented, you get to slow down and smell the roses. Absolutely. Right? And so what you said that I can see a three-dimensional structure of the forest, that image, I, I start looking at my, because I sometimes imagine from my office right over here, and I look far away. And when I see that, I see trees, I see mountains from here. I, I'm, I'm right on the bottom of the heights. I can see the mountains from here. And it's absolutely amazing because I just look at them, I stare at the snow, yeah. and I say, you know what? Time for me to go to ski again. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you you put yourself even for two minutes, for three breaths, of ten breaths, you put yourself in the on the slope, coming down the slope, skiing, and it's oh my gosh, that's that's worth it. It is, <laughs> and you know, Doctor Patel. I mean, the thing is, I I just spoke to a group of high school students who were seniors, and man, the first thing they ask whenever I walk into the classroom is, I, I used to ask them, all right. I could sit here and I could tell you all these things that I've learned as an entrepreneur and podcaster and author and all this stuff, but what do you want to know? What do you want to hear? And man, like three or four of them, how do you make money? How do you make money? I'm like, oh, God, guys, come on. That's so just so shallow. And I, one of the things that the older I get, it's kind of what you're touching on, is we are living, in the, and they, I told them this. I said, you guys aren't going to believe me. Because you see all this nastiness and the bitterness and the division and the anger around us. But trust me on this. If you truly stop and just really think about your life and the experiences that we have and the experiences that are happening right before us, this is the single greatest time to be a human being in the history of mankind. It is a wonderful time to be alive. I mean, look at this. Look at what you and I are getting to do today. You, you're out on the West Coast. I'm in Tyler, Texas. We're able to talk, have a conversation about these unbelievable, incredible breakthroughs and, that, and, and things that heretofore, you know, 30 years ago, we never would have had this conversation. It's, it's truly a remarkable time to be alive. And, and I, I was so glad, too, whenever you're talking about your daily process of, uh, of the gratitude. You know, and your friend Tony Robbins says it all the time, and anybody that's worth their salt says, if you can focus outward, and if you can ask yourself not how this world can help me, but what is my purpose here, and how can I help others and, and, and help those in need, brother, it's a game changer. It is a game changer. And so to hear you say those things, man, audience, that right there, it, that's that. That to me is is the gold. And you're right. I, I've, it's, I'm so glad to hear you use the analogy of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I've told so many people, including my daughters, I'm like, look, there is no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I will echo exactly what you said because that's one of the things I use all the time. It's only the gold you pick up along the way. And my heart breaks for those people that one day are going to be lying on their proverbial deathbed or whatever that looks like, and their pot is empty. 
And and then they just have to look back with regret. And I, I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more I live life wanting to experience, because much like you mentioned, I used to look at the past with great nostalgia, the future with anticipation. It's coming too fast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet up with my future, and I'm not going to be where I want to be, and it won't slow down, and completely disregard the present. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't take, I didn't stop and savor it. And the older I get, the more I want to savor each and every moment. And when you do, then all, and the cool thing is, man, all the stuff that people get so wound up about, all that fades away. If you focus on the things that truly, truly matter, then all the crap just kind of fades away, right? It's kind of like a mental autophagy, if you will. It's just all the junk falls off. So it's it's pretty cool. Absolutely. And I, I, I tell all my all my family members as well, and my kids and every single thing. I said, if you have the ability to make more money, you know what? Congrats. That's okay. But if you want to be happier, guess what? Don't worry about making more money, but do both. Try to make money money as possible, but reduce your cost down. Yeah. Because people always worry about the positive. But it's and I always say in the best sports team, the people the the the, the team that wins the games the most are the ones that have best defense. Mm-hmm. So sure. yeah. don't try to make more money, don't try to score more points. Reduce reduce your reduce your expect reduce your cost down reduce what you can what you do not need and so much i mean our body does not need junk so does our house right they don't need any more junk than we already have right. you know we as a 300 plus million americans consumers consume the most in the world yeah. we have the most and not just with the material but even with the food uh, we consume so much and we don't need that much, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all, all with you. The more we have people talking gratitudes every single day, it's, it's like when you wake up in the morning and it's a, it's a great day to be alive today. Because guess what? Today's the day I'm going to make a difference in somebody else's life, and Absolutely. that's, that's the attitude I want to wake up every single day with. You well, I tell you what. Dr. Patel, you've made a difference in my life today in this audience. And I, and I can't tell you how grateful I am because I know I always say this, that time is the most valuable non-renewable resource any of us have. And so whenever I have a guest like yourself willing to come on and share your wisdom and your knowledge and your enthusiasm uh, with this audience and with me, then I'm so truly grateful. And I do mean that. And I've also said it before. I'm not a transactional guy. I'm a, I'm a relational guy. I hope this is not the last time we ever speak. And if I can ever return the favor, then please reach out. I want to do that and support anything you have going on. But before I let you go, where can people find you? I want to, you know, uh, we, I will have a link to the book in the show notes as well as your website, but where else can people find you and stay in touch with the work you're doing? So uh, right now I have one website for my uh, glutathione project, which is orowellness.com, A-U-R-O wellness.com. Okay. And on that, I, I do post about I try to get at least one blog articles a week. Try to see what's what's happening right now. Um, I'm I'm funding a whole bunch of research right now with the university, so, so we are working with that. And the whole idea behind that is that we bring research uh, based uh, uh, solutions for 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 my patients. I always call my patients. I don't call them customers because customers is not very. Tra- it's customer more transactional. Mm-hmm. Patients are I, I'm responsible for their lives. 
And so I, I treat them as my patients because I want to help them to achieve the wellness goals, whatever they have. Uh, and by the way, as of as of ever until now, 100% of all profits are going back to research and development of, 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 of helping finding more ways to see how we can heal our body. So I don't, I don't get even get a salary from this business either because I want to really want to spend every money I make going back into that part. So we really want to do that as much as possible until it becomes a viable solution for our patients. So that's one one website. I do have a pharmacy as well, which is a pharmacy website. But if you want to get a hold of me, it will be easier to go, go to the oral wellness website and the pharmacy website. Because pharmacy, we have a bunch of pharmacists working over there. We have a whole team. Uh, and they're really my my security guard because they don't want me to be bogged down with somebody that can take all of my time because they see me as a valuable asset that I, as much as I'm free and, and focusing on on, on outcomes for, for my patients, uh, they are taking care of all the brunt work of, of answering all the calls. But if you want to get a hold of me through oral wellness website, it, it comes through me uh, much faster than, than, than anything else. And if you get the chance to read the book, please comment us. And uh, so far, I haven't heard anything negative yet, but I, I want to hear if it has changed people's lives because when, when my phone rings and, hey, you have no idea what what you have done for me and has changed not just my life but my kids life or my parents life it it brings joy to me that hey i'm doing something good in this world as it should and i will have my copy ordered this week you know doug got us together so quickly i haven't had a chance to read it so i'm gonna have that and i will give you my feedback because i this is something that i'm definitely going to add to my uh, supplement protocol so i can't wait so i thank you for the information and dr patel this has been so much fun thank you so much sir I have really appreciate being here today. This has been a, one of the longer podcasts I've done, and I really, really enjoyed today talking to you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, doctor. Sit tight, and I'll say goodbye appropriately. Well, that does it for this episode of The Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan Media production. Fourth Wall did the music, and as always, Thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again, go crush it and endeavor to improve always in all ways. I'm out.